This is a 980 CKNW podcast. Well, you might have seen some of the tweets and some of the social media messages of people living in Oregon who went to social media to express their outrage when a change was made. As of January 1st, gas stations in counties with a population of less than 40,000 people now permitted to offer self-service gas stations. And this is a change in a law that I believe has been on the books in Oregon since 19. 19- 51. New Jersey now is the only other state that prohibits drivers from pumping their own gas. One of the discussion points, one of the arguments in favor of this was in rural communities, it made no sense to force somebody to be working at a gas station all night if nobody showed up to pump the gas. So That has many people looking at other places and wondering about the shift in Oregon. And right here in Metro Vancouver, there are still a couple of places that only have full serve. Coquitlam is one. Richmond is the other. And if you live in Richmond, you likely already know this. Uh, Malcolm Brody is the mayor of Richmond and joins us on the line to talk a bit more about this. Uh, Mayor Brody, thank you so much for being with us. Yeah, good morning, Jill. Good morning. Uh, what are your thoughts uh, hearing uh, this a bit of uproar and outrage in Oregon, uh, which has now made this shift to self-serve gas? We've had this issue uh, in our city since the 1960s when uh, there were safety concerns were expressed. And, of course, the uh, technology was for pumping gas was different in those days. But the situation then kind of evolved into... Uh, a concern that if we allowed self-serve gas, uh, that there would be fewer jobs, fewer mechanical jobs, fewer jobs in the convenience stores and all that. Over the years, probably about every 10 or 15 years since then, we've taken a look at it, and no change has been made. The last time was in the early 2000s, and a couple of real concerns came forward. First of all, we're an aging community like every other community in the region. And so people have mobility issues, whether they have actual disabilities or they're seniors, whatever. Uh, Pumping gas isn't always easy and convenient for everybody. And secondly, uh, because of the competitive pressures, we in Richmond get the full-service gas at self-serve prices. So why would we allow self-serve, thus increasing uh, the price that you'd have to pay for the full-service gas. It doesn't make sense. So uh, those are the kind of considerations that we've thrown around. Uh, It's been a long time in our city that I've heard anybody wanting to uh, address the issue, but that's where we are. And when we go back, though, when it uh, was then the fire chief in the letter uh, in August of 1966, and as you mentioned, it was a safety concern. Uh, Things have changed a lot as far as technology since then. Uh, Those concerns aren't still there. Why not offer people the choice of having full serve or self-serve? Because, well, uh, for the reasons that I outlined, uh, it's not a convenient thing uh, for everybody. But more importantly, if you offer them a choice, you're going to offer them self-serve at self-serve prices and full-serve at a higher price. Now, why why would we voluntarily increase the price of full-service uh, gasoline? Uh, to me, that, that doesn't make a lot of sense. We, we get the best level of service right now, and we get it at self-serve prices, and uh, people enjoy that. 
But why would you have to increase the price if it was a choice? Because some people do prefer to pump their own gas. It could still be the same price. And like you said, if somebody has a mobility issue or an issue with that, they could still go full serve for the same price as it's offered now. It won't be the same price. Uh, It was very clear when we talked about it uh, a number of years ago that if you approve, uh, and it's not like that anywhere else either, you get full-service gas, you're going to pay a higher price. Um, And it was clear that that's what would happen, is you'd be paying a higher price for the full service. So uh, just keep it the way it is. Everybody gets the best level of service, and we get it at a very competitive price. Is there there's there the idea though, or the pressure on people to tip the gas station attendant in in, in doing so? Doesn't that make it a bit more expensive? <laughs> Tipping a gas station attendant—that's a new one. Um, I have not uh, been aware of that practice, and uh, uh, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't uh, consider it a good one either. But I think I think people often tip their gas station attendants. I mean, if you go back to the days that this law came out, if you even go back to the 60s, uh, maybe it's not the the same full serve experience now. But it used to be uh, the person would gas up your car and might clean your windshield for you, might offer to check the oil. And uh, you would often tip for that. Well, maybe you would. Uh, I don't think that's a general practice. I think people are concerned. They they. They always talk about the price of gas per liter, and I'm, the idea that there's a tip involved is, is just a new one to me. All right. So there's no plan at this point then. I know Coquitlam is looking at it. There's no plan at this point to, to revisit the issue in Richmond? Uh, there is no plan at this time. I mean, every, everything that we do is always subject to review uh, under changed circumstances, and, and that's a positive thing. Uh, I have heard, other than the flurry of activity that has happened as a result of Oregon, I've heard no real indication that people want a change to the situation. You get you get self-serve prices, you get full service, uh, and we get a good level of service. So uh, we don't know what the issue might be. Uh, even though I, I think now, too, with people pl- paying with cards so much, if people are using debit cards, in many cases, even though it's a full-service station, uh, you still physically have to get out of your vehicle to punch in your PIN number or to use uh, the PIN pad. Yes, that can happen, but I, I would think that it's a different different issue than actually getting out, pumping your gas, doing everything that's involved in that. Uh, so you're right. It's uh, Having full service is, is not a panacea. Uh, but I think it's a far better level of service than self-serve. Now, uh, you could also say some people like to get out and pump their own gas uh, for various reasons. Uh, but, but here in Richmond, uh, we mandate that it's going to be a full-service situation, and uh, people seem to enjoy that. Uh, is it still an issue of employment as well? Because we hear in other uh, jurisdictions that it's very difficult to get people uh, to work some of these jobs. Uh, is it an issue of employment and making sure that there are those jobs uh, for people? Uh, probably less so than it was in the past. I don't think many of the service stations have mechanical bays anymore, so there's not those jobs. The idea was that uh, they wanted to encourage the convenience stores and the jobs in those stores having more than one person in the uh, operation at all times. Well, I think that all the, all the service stations, virtually all of them, 
have uh, you know have the convenience store, and so people do get that convenience if that's what they're looking for. All right. And just before I let you go, I know Chevron has filed an application to to look at amending Coquitlam's bylaws when it comes to this. Uh, have you heard from any of the the oil and gas companies? Would they uh, asking you to change this? I have not heard from our residents. I have not heard from uh, members of staff. I have not heard from the oil companies. Understand that this is, if you go to self-serve for the oil companies, it's a big boost to them. I mean, if this is really something they very much want. And I say that if we've got the best service and we've got the lowest prices, uh, then I think we should stay where we are. All right, Mayor Brody, we'll have to leave it there, but I really appreciate you joining us today. Thank you so much. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, TuneIn, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.